0: Good day and welcome to Holding Fast. Thanks for being in the podcast. How is your anchor holding today? Is it gripped firmly to the Word of God? Can I ask you how your discipleship is today? Are you walking today with the Lord? Do you have a passion for Him? Do you you have a passion for souls, for other people to know Christ? Uh, We are currently in the midst of our missions conference at our church and It is a needed reminder to reboot for our own passion for people who need Jesus Christ as Savior. Uh, There are some themes that we will always be unqualified to speak on. Certainly, this is one that that, uh, I feel so keenly. uh, But yet, these themes are so vital that we just can't overlook them. Uh, If we speak about the need for us to, to have a deeper passion for souls... It's with the confession that we need this ourselves. And that's what I pray for. That's what I'm praying for you. So this emphasis in this podcast and in the next one to follow will be, uh, I think, a good reminder for us. If you're a disciple of Jesus Christ here today and you have the assurance of a home in heaven and you've experienced the forgiveness of sins through Jesus Christ, your Savior uh, this should be a prime motivation for you to long to ha- for for other people to experience that as well. Um, if if we want that passion for souls, then we need to pray. God, give me a fire in my heart. Give me a longing to see other people rescued, saved from absolute separation from Him. So if we're asked, if we are to ask that question. What are the qualifications for successful soul winning, for bringing people to Christ? It, I think you would have to mention several things, but I think the, at the forefront of those would be, number one, you got to have an absolute assurance of your own salvation. If you're constantly in fear about whether or not you're even saved, then it's going to be hard for you to feel compelled to reach other people with the gospel of Christ. I think also at the top of that list about being a qualified soul winner is that you've got to be living a separated and consistent Christian life with a walk with Christ. Uh, There needs to be something where your Christianity is not withheld to just a Lord's day, but rather you are are passionate about living for him every day. Story that comes to mind is in Luke chapter 5 to me, Uh, As a prime illustration of this, you'll remember the incident in the life of the Lord with the miracle of that uh, catching of all of those fishes. And so he had Simon Peter there, and he gives them instruction to launch out into the deep and let your nets down for a catch. And, of course, Simon complains in verse 5 of Luke 5 and says, Look, we've worked all night. We haven't gotten anything. But, okay, whatever you say, at your word, I'll let down the net. By the way, there's a good instruction there as well. But verse 6 says, And when they had done this, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes, and so their net break. Boy, in verse 8, I love this passage. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he was astonished at all that were with him at the draft of the fishes which they had taken. And so was also James and John, the sons of Zebedee, which were partners with Simon. And Jesus said unto Simon, Fear not, for henceforth from now on thou shalt catch men, Uh, living with the Lord and walking with him living as though he's the most important thing in your life is essential if you're going to win other people to Jesus Christ. And then I would also suggest the qualification for good soul winning is that you got to know the enabling, the special anointing of the Holy Spirit. You have to pray for his presence with you, for the power to be able to do what needs to be done when the opportunity arises to reach people. But I think overall, We must have a passion for souls. How is your passion for lost people around you today? A burden for those that are traveling on, that are literally hell-bent into a Christless eternity. Uh, Do you ever think about that? Do you see just faces in the crowd, or do you see people whom God loves, uh, for whom Christ died? Uh, How is your burden for the lost uh, I remember reading a story about a, a man named Robert Laidlaw, who was actually a, a great commentary, uh, commenter on the text of Scripture. And he uh, asked the question, he said, Can you say that you have an intense burden for souls? That's a heart-searching question. What's your answer today? Do you really have a passion for other people to know Christ as Savior? And again, that's assuming that you've taken care of all those other issues about assurance of your own salvation, uh, that you're living regularly, frequently um, uh, for the Lord Jesus Christ in a consistent walk. Um, but how is your passion Souls, one of my favorite authors, and I try to pick up everything that he's ever written. Is a man named J. H. Jowett, John Henry Jowett, J O W E T T. You get anything by him, and it'll be a uh, a warming effect on your soul. But J. H. Jowett wrote a book called *The Passion for Souls*, and in it he wrote this quote: "The Gospel of a broken heart demands the ministry of bleeding hearts." When our sympathy loses its pang, we can no longer be the servants of the passion. We can never heal the needs we do not feel. Tearless hearts can never be heralds of the passion. We must pity if we would redeem. We must bleed if we would be ministers of the saving blood. How much real concern do we have for those who are without a knowledge of the Savior? Um, do do we fail to win the loss to Christ because we don't feel the depth of their need? The reality of the uh, the uh, spiritual existence of those that are around us ought to be that which, which confronts us on a regular basis. And I don't know about you, but I have to be reminded of that. And that's why we have things like missions conferences and preaching on evangelism and things to reboot that and to rekindle our knowledge that everybody will have to spend somewhere in eternity forever. How does a passion for souls show itself? Uh, If you have a passion for souls, soul winning is going to be a main business of our lives. And it's not just going to be some scheduled visitation activity at church, but rather it's going to be like the sower of seed in the scripture that constantly is going out and broadcasting the message, the seed of the word of God, giving it out, that's going to be your main practice in your life. What are you really living for? Are you living for the next sporting event? Are you li- living for the next hunting season? Are you you're living for the next whatever it is that's in your life? Uh, it's got to be that which is the center, the greatest ambition uh, success and money just are not going to satisfy. There has to be a, a holy, if I could put it this way, must in our lives as there was in Christ the, I must do this. I must make this a priority to have a real passion to, to, uh, to win the lost. I, I read that passage there in Luke. Luke talks about you. Uh, Jesus says, you're going to be fisher. I'm going to make you to catch men. That means I have to be ready to relinquish and to set aside secondary things so that the matters of first importance can be supreme. And so if I have this passion, I can share the thoughts even of a a man named John Knox who said, Give me Scotland or I die. Give me New Hampshire or I die. Give me New England or I die. That's a passion for souls, and it's something that does not come natural. It's something that has to be given to you by Almighty God. Let me suggest this. If you have a passion for souls, your service for God will be watered with tears. Uh, you compare the Psalms in the scripture, Psalm one twenty six six, and Luke 19.41 and Romans 9, that great passage where the Apostle Paul said, my heart is crushed. I'm broken because my countrymen have rejected the Messiah. I'm praying for their salvation. If I could have my own soul go to hell so that they might be saved, I would do so. That's real passion, folks. And if our loved ones... Are desperately ill, we shed a lot of tears, don't we they're when they're really sick, yet when men and women who are dead in their trespasses and sins uh, are are crowding in our way and in our in our path that we walk and our eyes are dry, something is wrong. How we need to be awakened to the reality. Uh, of the desperate need of everybody around us without Christ. Let's pray together, Lord, give me a passion for souls. If you got a passion for souls, I would suggest also the need of the lost will move you very deeply. When you look up Matthew chapter 9 and verse 36, you're reminded of that because our Lord... Crested the top of the Mount of Olives And when he did so All of the city of Jerusalem Was spread out before him And the Bible says that he literally Wept He cried over the need of those people When he saw the multitudes Even in Galilee uh, He was moved with compassion on them Because they fainted And were scattered abroad As sheep having no shepherd that's the heart of our Savior. It's the heart of our Lord. And I'm suggesting to you that's the heart that we need to develop. A real concern for souls will, not, will move not only our heart, but it's going to move our feet and our tongue to tell somebody. Uh, somehow, uh, we'll, we'll be on the job looking for somebody who needs, a, who needs a Savior. If you have a passion for souls, you're going to be willing to lose your life for the sake of others. That's what Jesus did. If you have a passion for souls, you're going to rejoice when a soul is saved. How do you feel in an evangelistic service when nobody responds to the invitation? How do you feel? When they do, is it exciting to you? Well, we're praying for a passion for souls this week during our missions conference. Wherever you are right now, you're in your vehicle, you're at your home. You may be sitting in a lawn chair in the backyard. Will you pause and pray right now? God, give me a passion for souls to see people saved and be on, on the way to heaven with me to rejoice at the throne of God. Be sensitive today. Look for His leading.